Hello everybody, welcome back to the Digital Tiny Room. As always, I am Michael and I am joined digitally by my co-host who is known for collecting nothing more than broken hearts. Oh. It's Benjamin. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I, oh, that's that's going to bite me in the ass. Damn you. Yeah. That's, that's, gonna, that's good, isn't it? Though? That's going to... Because it's, uh, it's on topic, but oh, also likely to get you That was you like a really nice introduction for what's coming later in this episode, but also like, oh, that's going to cost me. Um, yeah. I, I am a perfect gentleman, listeners. Yeah. I, I think it's mostly a male fan base, so you have nothing to worry about, but you know. <laughs> ben, when we when we started this podcast, you promised me that you would bring the, the female demographic. I have, I have, I have brought the female demographic, Michael. You've brought them where, Ben? You brought them to the climax. <laughs> oh, Mick! <laughs> Mick! <laughs> the podcast. Because I've been having a look at our analytics and they're definitely not watching the videos. No, no. They're listening to... No, Mick, no, boo. Boo, Mick. Shame on you. <laughs> ladies and okay, gentlemen, stop that then. ladies and gentlemen, I'm incredibly, incredibly sorry for my uh, co-host in the tiny room. Um, he's having an off-brand day. Um, it's it's quite nice weather over there in Ireland, so he's he's lost the run of himself, and and he's just he's just <laughs> yes, that's the thing that happens when it's a little bit sunny. I become combative. <laughs> ben, it's a kind of it's a kind of February lull, Ben. Yeah, there's there's not a lot happening. There's feck all happening. I looked. Yeah. I've, I've been doing been doing the L scans. And it mm-hmm. is, there's nothing. There's no MCU gossip. There's no. Nope. There's no secret characters. There's no. There's nothing. There's nothing happening. No. Well, I mean, there's still Black Panther. Black Panther is tearing up the the box office, as as you young people say. Thankfully, it's a good thing. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good, and uh, apparently, it's it's the highest grossing Marvel movie ever so far. Oh. In, in its, into its run. That's, Even more so than Avengers. That's pretty great. That's pretty great news. Yeah, it probably won't last, I imagine. But um, but still. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, any other bloody news? Did you watch Mute? I haven't seen it yet. This is a tragedy. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm in between apartments at the moment, Michael, because Wi-Fi is working in one and not in the other. So um, Excellent. I've not had the time. So hopefully uh, this, this afternoon I will uh, watch it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, is it any oh. good? Oh no! Um, oh no! Oh no! Look, ben, have you heard what's happening with the movie Annihilation? There's to be a sequel. The movie Annihilation. Did you hear what happened with distribution? First of all, do you know the movie? Yes, it's the one where a woman tries to track her husband into a strange, surrealist, post-apocalypse yes. wasteland thingy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, a, a team of women. Ooh! In fact. Ooh. And um, interestingly, the the distributors of that film didn't like that film. They thought it was too intellectual and scientific. Oh, that's and what you want to hear. Did, yeah, I know. And they didn't want to distribute it in its form, but the producer sided with the director and released it in its existing form. So then the distributors said, well, screw you guys then. We're going to stick it on Netflix. Oh. So only the US of A, only the America is getting it in cinemas and maybe China. But um, the rest of the world, including you and I, Ben, mm. are going to see it on Netflix next weekend. Oh, that's pretty cool. But also pretty weird. It's a, it's a bit of a middle it, finger to the producer and the... Yeah, it's it's not great. 
it's another it's a it's we're going through a really uh, i think a revolution in film distribution at the moment because we had cloverfield paradox which looks like it was produced for the cinema yeah but then was shite so it was released on Netflix. Which is fair. That's, you know. Then you have Annihilation. Yeah. Which was produced for the cinema, but because of a row, has ended up on Netflix. That's very petty. That's very inhumans to me. That's like just one of those <laughs> that was like, well, screw you guys. I'm going to distribute my way. And I, I just, just. I'm putting it on Netflix. Yeah. And then we have Mute. Oh, no. Which um, is not very good, oh, unfortunately. Shit. And is on Netflix. Is Netflix the new straight to DVD? Is that what's happening? It, it. I read an article earlier in the week actually, where it said that uh, Netflix is Ooh. actually refocusing its its distribution model towards TV series. Oh, they're moving away from movies. No, again. they're gonna they're gonna keep doing movies. I think, but they're going to focus on in terms of own content or, or uh, you know their content. Original, content. yeah, original. Thank you. Um, That's the word. Original content. They're going to focus on series. Oh. Um, so perhaps, Michael, there are rumblings uh, that, that mimic your own sentiments. Um, and they would like to avoid the label of direct-to-DVD flicks. Because it's not very catchy. Yeah, because, I mean, Bright was certainly a big release for them. But it was, um, unsurprisingly, also shite. Yeah, it wasn't fantastic. Um it wasn't a great film. It was lazy. It's a lazy yeah, film. Poor film. So that's that. Ben. Yes. Also in kind of semi news. It's not even news. Because oh, okay. it's February and nothing happens in February. Nothing happens in February. It's the boringest month. Well, there's there's a there is um that whole Valentine's Day. Yeah, but International Heartbreak Day. Oh <laughs> Michael, you're very focused yes, on the lost lovers of the world today. You're, yes. I'm collecting broken hearts. There's an international yes. day of broken hearts. Do you want, yes. do you want to talk about anything, buddy? Is it no, on your mind? everything's fine. <laughs> no, everything is literally fine. Uh, I don't like what you're implying. Here. This is going to get me in trouble for sure. You already got oh, me in trouble. This is what it feels you like. Screw me over at the start of the podcast. This is what it feels like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Benjamin, I have some dreadful, terrible news oh. that's going to upset you terribly. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, you're probably the upcoming comic book film you are most excited about. Uh, Sony's Silver and Black has been delayed. Cloak and Dagger or Silver and Black? Silver and Black. What, what, Cloak and Dagger is a TV show. What, what, what is... What is I'm, I'm dreadfully sorry, Michael, but um, what is Silver and Black? Um, Silver and Black was, is, was, will be um, the Black Cat and Silver Sable team-up movie from Sony that's in the Spider-Man universe, but not the Marvel universe. What? Come on now. What? It's part of their slate of um, movies that no one wants. Michael, you you stole my segment. Black Cat. Black Cat. Why would you do that? Yeah. You oh. stole my segment. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to no, it's all, it's all right now. It, it can be a, it, it can be a joint segment from now on. But Michael, I only have one question in regards to that. Why oh, would you do that? <laughs> like, oh, very why good. Why would you do that? Does it make any sense? That's yeah. So um, it's not. It's it's been delayed uh, while they're working on the script. Oh well, at least they're working on the script. 
It would be awful. At least they're working on the script, yeah. but I mean, nobody wants it. In in feline related news, did you did you hear the news that that is a little bit um, prescient to our our past as a, a podcast? Do you remember we once did a, a shit movie showdown, Michael? I do. Um, Su- suggested by Dean. Suggested by Dean, and we we, we took a look at a Catwoman. Um, Yes. Well, well, this week, the screenwriter of Catwoman officially denounced it as a shit film. <laughs> he came out and he was like, yeah, it was a, it was a pile of crap. Um, and, yeah. Was this, um, was this in a backlash about why is Catwoman not getting mentioned when people are talking about uh, comic book movies with black leads? Yes, because um, it's, it's terrible. Um, yeah, it's terrible. It's horrible. You, you wouldn't want that associated with your, your civil rights kind of equality <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> no offense to Halle Berry, but it was a terrible film. Um, yeah, no, Halle Berry knows it was a terrible film. Yeah. I don't think she'd be too upset. Yeah, I think she's okay with it. Um, it doesn't, it still doesn't explain why Blade has been forgotten, though. Because there was, I think Blade is, Blade is good. And the second Blade in particular is quite good. I think culturally speaking, people just don't associate vampires with superheroes. He is so people don't see Blade as a superhero film. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. As in, it's like a horror thing, and we know that Blade is a superhero because he belongs to Marvel, and he used to fight vampires in a green blouse. Um, although Ben, although bizarrely, in the Spider-Man animated series from the nineties, he was white. What? What is? Wasn't he? What is going on? In in the world, I'm gonna have to check this in out. The nineties, um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to check this out now. So you you look it up there. Keep look it up. I'll ramble um, and hide the good. fact that you're looking at. In in other there. news, in other news, I yes. actually have other news for you. Um, what even is Bloodshot, Michael? Could you could you explain oh, that God. for the for the gang for the gang? No, I don't really know. It's from Valiant Comics. Yeah. Um, What's Valiant Comics? What even is Valiant Comics, Michael? Valiant Comics is from the nineties. And I don't think anyone living has ever read a Valiant comic. So, oh, take that Valiant. Ooh, Valiant. Take that feel, Valiant subreddit. He is ethnically ambiguous by the looks of things. Um, with, with some... 90s cartoon blade. With some serious Latino undertones. I, <laughs> like, I don't... He's not black. Yeah. Is there anything which he's definitely not? Um... He's not white. <laughs> I thought he was white. Hold he on. looks now super I have to look. Spanish. What am I going to type in? 90s Spider-Man. Spider-Man animated Welcome blade. to the two men looking things up on the internet, <laughs> the internet podcast. Best podcast ever. Anyway, I'll take over where you left off. Valiant Comics is uh, another label. Um, you don't often hear about it because they quite often make not so great comics. Um, they kind of didn't evolve with Marvel and DC and they didn't really change the way they write stories and they don't focus on the personal lives of their heroes. And what they kind of do is shock value comics a lot of the time. Um, they kind of laud themselves as the, the R-rated comic book company, even though Vertigo has that pretty much on lockdown and the Marvel Knight series has that pretty much on lockdown. But like Valiant is like that kid at the party who's wearing his glasses indoors and he, he his sunglasses indoors and he knows that he's not cool but he's committed too far into the bit now and he can't take them off um it's a whole thing but they this sounds like a very personal tale they you have a <laughs> <laughs> oh didn't used to break many hearts michael didn't used to uh, <laughs> no it's a, it's a recent thing <laughs> and, um, but they have a character called bloodshot and does he have a sore eye 
No, he doesn't. He doesn't. They also have a character called Deathblow. Um, and so this should give you a rough idea of the type of characters um, that, that Valiant put out. They, they are men. Yeah. Usually. Um, or sexy ladies. They're very muscular. Um, mm-hmm. they, they usually have some military history. They were part Do of. Do they a, look like they were invented by Rob Liefeld? They look almost as if they're like a little shrine to Rob Liefeld. Valiant Comics has has stayed in the nineties. They don't want to leave. Good. It was a good time for them, um, and and they just don't want to leave. But Bloodshot, anyway, is a government experiment, um, and he can control every cell in his body with the help of nanite injections. Oh, it's always nanites, now, isn't it? So yeah, again, we're we're in the nineties, Michael. So everything is nanite based. Um, nanites are the future. Oh, Ben, sorry to interrupt. Have you seen Black Panther? No, I. I do you know what? I went to three cinemas this week. I'm not even kidding. I went to three different cinemas, and in my broken Italian, I asked them, "Is there any possibility of seeing Black Panther in English?" And they looked at me like I was mental in every single one. <laughs> um, there is only one cinema in Florence that does solely English screenings it's the Odeon Cinema it's this really beautiful old cinema but they're very art house and superhero films are a little below them um, mm. so they don't show them but anyway oh no to come back to super tell them you have a podcast <laughs> I'm sorry I have to make a weekly episode and I really must see the film is there any way we could have a special screening yes. um, please uh... they'd probably make a lot of money if they did man because people like to watch those movies in English um, and a lot of people have podcasts a lot of people have it um, a lot of people have podcasts but anyway back to 90s bloodshot he can control every cell oh, yeah, of his sorry, body keep, um, you it's kind of like a Wolverine story. He's been constantly hunted and hounded by the government organization that he escaped from. Um, it's very silly. Weapon X. He's super violent. Um, bulletproof when he wants to be. He's all white and he has a big... He has red eyes. That's very important. So you know he's a badass. Racist. He has red eyes. Um, no, not white as in Caucasian, Michael. White as in alabaster. Like the goddamn oh. wall behind me. Um, yeah, and he has red eyes. So you know he's a badass. And he has a big red circle in the middle of his chest. Um, it's very silly. Um, and do you know who's going to play him in a movie that starts filming in May? Uh, Wesley Snipes. If only that would be great. That would be that would be a lot of fun. No, I am Groot. That might Groot. That might give you a, a rough idea of who it is. Industrial Light and Magic. Yes, it's Industrial Light and Magic, Michael. They've all given up the day job. And they're going to go into B-list movies. Um, no, it's Vin Diesel. It's, it's Vin Diesel. Oh, of course Vin it is. Oh, Vinny D. Shot. Yeah, VD. Vinny D, as he's known to his family. Um, I don't think his family call him VD. Venereal <laughs> disease. <laughs> anyway, that's all the news I have. This Oh, the last bit of news that we have this week, Michael, is your one of your favorite comics, The oh? Authorite, um, is, oh, getting no. re- is getting a, re- a reboot. A soft reboot or a hard reboot? I think it's a soft reboot. Oh, no. What what is worst kind of could, could I ask you some questions about the authority, Michael? What is what is Jenny Sparks' power in the original authority? I know, but it's for the viewers, Michael. Oh, this is a, is this one of your yeah, famous rhetorical questions? Rhetorical questions. She's an electricity lady. She's an electricity lady. Yeah, that's not good enough for uh, 2018 authority. Now she's a woman who can control all electronic devices. She oh, she she controls. Already had that though. That was um, that was the engineer. The yeah. yeah, and the drummer from um, from Planetary. 
Yeah, but no, not anymore. Um, now it's Jenny Sparks, and um, apparently she's going to be because you have to have a, a, a bisexual character in your comics. She's going to be bisexual. Oh, she was a bit bisexual anyway. Oh, cool. Okay, then we're fine. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, there's no. The big problem with that is the whole point of Jenny Sparks was for her to die in the new millennium. Yeah, well, she's not dead anymore, and I thought she's back. They've changed her hair she's color. Back, baby. She's got black hair. So I thought they were going to oh. do Jenny Quantum. I thought it was just a grown-up Jenny Quantum, which would actually make that would work. Would make a ton of because Jenny sense. Quantum would be Jenny Quantum would be eighteen now because she would be bloody grown up. You could keep yeah. your you could keep your your Jack Hawksmores because he probably doesn't age with the cities. He probably you know yeah. he's probably got some kind of immortality going. Matures um, like a fine wine. The engineer is is an owl an owl machine. She's she's not going anywhere. She's she's probably got. No, some, she's a lady with robots in her. Yeah, she's she's got some nanites. Nanites. Um, <laughs> we have everyone's got nanites. We have the shaman who probably doesn't age. He's probably just well. He like we've gone through a few of them. Yeah, he's stoned out of his garden in Amsterdam, probably. Um, no, he's dead. And he's they're like the Black Panther. It passes on to the next person. Oh, it just goes on to the next one. So we can have a new shaman. We just mm-hmm. stick in a new one. Nobody really cares about the. The bird lady, did they like you could just replace her, couldn't you? Swift, Swift, is that her? Yeah, nobody cares about her. Um, and then you, you can always have your 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 Apollo, who's who's probably immortal in some form. And and yeah, I mean, it's only been eighteen yeah. years. Like it just be, let's say Apollo was thirty eight then, he's fifty six now. Yeah, you can still Superman about the place yeah. when you're fifty six. And Midnighter can be your grizzled Batman character your dark knight returns character old or your wolverine old, old veteran yeah yeah why not yeah there you go perfect reboot look D- uh wildstorm get in touch we're here we're not doing much we can make we can, no it's february <laughs> we make a podcast <laughs> we can knock out a uh we say a an eight-part series michael uh, an eight-part yeah, yeah, soft yeah, reboot yeah. yeah we're here yeah we've got the and time and we'll do it for free yeah i'm i'm dirt cheap I'm dirt cheap. You will only have to pay me. You'll only have to pay Mick, and he'll make sure oh, I ben. get my fair share. Yes. We didn't talk about this in our pre-show notes. Oh, no. But did you see the trailer for season two of Legion? No, damn it. Oh, it's very good. It's uh, it's Lenny. It's Aubrey Plaza as Lenny. Yes. Telling us that the entirety of the first season was merely a delusion. Oh, so she's trying to trick the audience now. Yeah, oh. very good. You should watch it. I'll go check it out um, after this. Unfortunately, Fox being Fox have blocked it. So even on YouTube, you can't watch it in Europe. Oh, bloody tosses. But you, you'll find a way around that. I ben. will. I'm, a I'm resourceful person. I'm awfully dexterous when it comes to breaking the law digitally. Um, yeah. yeah. Anywho, what are we here to talk about this week, Michael? You're in a tiny room. I am in a tiny, tiny room. But you're not really alone in I a can tiny barely... room. Hold on, Ben. I can barely wave my arms about. Let me test it. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally only funny for you <laughs> nobody else Michael just has seen like that. one of those inflatable car sales things oh yeah <laughs> with his hands in the air but he knocked over several things while he did it um he's not really yeah, as graceful was, i mean it was a very amusing visual gag but uh wasted unfortunately yeah it was very amusing we'll 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 find something. We'll we'll get something in the video. We'll, we'll try and mimic it in the video. Um, but yeah, you're you're not alone in the tiny room, Michael. What what have you got in there? No, I am alone. What's, what's no? You're not really. You're, oh, you you're mean... never alone with your collection, Michael. Ben, I've got tons of stuff. You've got tons of stuff. I've got a large rubber dinosaur. That, that was very very I'm dangerous. Done. If the connection had to cut out a large rubber, we would have been in trouble. Um, I've got uh, some robots. Some robots. Uh, I've got some gobits. Yeah. Who are a type of robots. They are. Uh, what else have I got? I've got some Transformers here, Ben. 
I've got some Jessica Joneses. There's a Jessica Jones look. That's a good one. By the way, your good lady friend yes. looks very like Jessica yes. Jones. That was an excellent... In her, in her Instagram picture. That was an excellent Instagram post. Sorry, this is completely irrelevant to the podcast and terrible because none of you know what we're talking about. But yep. she looked a spit of her. And it was deadly. Yeah, she did a good job. Yeah. Uh, that was just normal going out too. Um, <laughs> anyway, Ben. Look, Ben. We're going to talk, since we have a lull... We're going to talk about the art of collecting things. Yes, because while I am a giant nerd, Michael, and I, I, I love I love my comics and I love my movies. I would say you're on the small size, small side of average. Yes, compared when it comes to compared to you and and phys- no, I'm not saying about your nerdiness. I'm just saying about your physical size. Yes, no, I'm I'm below average. I would imagine. I think I'm I think I'm about an inch <laughs> short of the average. I'm I'm quite small. Um, oh no! Thanks, thanks for reminding everyone. There, there goes the female demographic. They're all gone now. You just shattered the illusion. They're all gone um, with their broken hearts. <laughs> so, I collect comics, and I I love an L TV series. I love an L movie. Um, but I don't engage in one very key part of nerd culture and that is collecting things i don't do it um i don't collect comics in single issues i only collect the old the old graphic novels the old trade paperbacks um and i watch tv series and i don't have to collect those because tv isn't a collectible thing um but you michael have me trumped about seven ways to sunday um when it comes to collecting things because you have a giant room filled with collectible action figures um, and I don't get that. I don't understand any part of collecting action figures. So today, with your permission, I have I have compiled some some questions, some questions because I am questions. Is it? I am but a pleb. I am but a pleb, a humble pleb, and I've travelled to the strange land of 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 mint condition and and retail value and 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 new line, and I I don't. I, I don't even have the lingo. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so stuck here. No, that's poor, um, poor lingo. But poor you, lingo usage. But you, my friend, are big on collecting. You've, yes. you've got quite a few collections. Um, I've got a few collections. That's true. So baby. you've got quite, and you're quite a fan of of collecting things. Um. So to mm. begin, when did you start collecting your Marvel action figures? Because those are the ones that I recognize <laughs> the most. Uh, all right. So, Benjamin. Marvel Cinematic Figures. That's those guys there. Um, have you ever heard of... We've actually talked about um, Hasbro before on the yes. podcast. Hasbro are probably, I think, the second biggest toy manufacturer in the world after Lego. Okay. And they bought out a company called Toy Biz. Yes. And that, that they were owned by that lunatic from the Inhumans. Oh, Tosspot. I can't remember his name. Yeah, neither can I. But anyway, he's a real bad egg. He's a real bad egg. Anyway, um, and Hasbro took over and started making um, Marvel Legends figures after Toy Biz. And the first time they did kind of movie-accurate ones was Iron Man 1. Okay. So 2008. What many people consider to be the start of the proper MCU Yes. Uh, well, it, it, I mean, it, it undoubt, uh, I would find it hard to argue with that being the case. Anyway, um, they released some figures then, but they weren't really 
up to what we would say modern standards. They were they were somewhere between toys generally aimed genuinely aimed at children. Yes. That adults could buy if they wanted. That's fair. Okay. But the, but the majority of adults probably wouldn't. Okay. If you know what I'm saying. Um so then the Iron Man figures kind of trucked along through Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Iron Man. They did some figures for the Avengers. Okay. But they never really fully committed to doing the MCU. Fair enough. You would get, let's say, a wave. Ben, in toy collecting, a wave is a a release. Thank you. Usually, let's say in Transformers, a wave will have four figures. Uh, In Marvel Legends, a wave will have between six and eight figures. Uh, in in smaller toy companies, a wave maybe two or three figures. Okay. You know, it, it depends. Sure. So they did a wave, and a wave would contain, let's say, Captain America from the movie Winter Soldier. Good, good. Black Widow from the movie Winter Soldier. Good, good. Um, Winter Soldier from the movie Winter Soldier. They're, they're really thinking outside the box on that one, huh? Yeah, exactly. But then you would get a comic book version of, let's say, a Hydra Trooper, an AIM Trooper, mm. and a comic book version of Red Skull. Mm. And then you would also get a Build-A-Figure, Ben. Do you know what a Build-A-Figure is? I think, and I could be wrong, yes. it is yes. a shop in many American malls that used That's to That's Build-A-Bear! Oh, no, okay, damn it. You're doing it on purpose. Damn it. Go on, tell me what a, tell um, me what a Build-A-Figure is. A bi- so a build a figure Ben is a it's an incentive basically. It's an incentive scheme. Okay. Or scheme if now, you prefer. Now a scheme. Uh whereby if you buy every figure in a wave you get a piece of a larger figure. Sometimes larger, usually larger, not always, and that's a a source of controversy among toy collectors. Mm. Um but you get let's say you get Captain America and the Mandroid's left leg. Okay. The Mandroid or you is, get bl- is the one from Thor? Is that the big thing? No, that's the armor. No, the Mandroid Mandroid are kind of shield knockoffs of Stark armor. Okay, cool. Thank you. Or you'll get a Black Widow with the Mandroid's torso. Ah. You see what I'm and saying? And complete the wave, or, complete the figure. Exactly. Mm. And if you are, let's say, an MCU collector... You would probably be a little bit upset about this because let's say, for example, you wanted to buy the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy Wave. Yes. And in the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy Wave, the, the builder figure was Mantis. Oh. And Mantis is a very slight woman. She's quite small. So she's very tiny. So she came with a very, that was a very small builder figure. So if you wanted to buy, build Mantis, you had to buy four MCU Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and three non-MCU, three comic book oh, other characters. that's not cool. And then the people who would like an MCU get stuck with characters they don't want or the people who don't want the MCU, the people who want the, the comic book only stuff, they get stuck with paying a little bit extra for Build-A-Figure parts that are useless to them. Oh, or Benjamin, the other way around in the recent Defenders wave, the Defenders wave had uh, Netflix Daredevil, okay, Netflix Elektra, yes, 
who I wouldn't last uh, five Netflix minutes Netflix Punisher. Yes. Hmm? Who I wouldn't last five minutes yes. with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix Jessica Jones. Yes. But then also comic book Blade. Oh, fuck comic Christ book. Sick. Comic book Bullseye. Mm. And the builder figure was comic book Swamp Thing. Okay. Not Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is okay. DC. The, what's the Marvel Swamp Thing called? Man. Man, man thing. thing. Giant size yeah, man wasn't, thing. Wasn't really, wasn't really thinking outside the box again. <laughs> so I, I actually have quite a few like loose parts of man thing lying about the house. That you'll not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if my comment didn't get you in trouble with your good lady friend, uh, that will. <laughs> uh, ben, the interesting thing though is because of this build a figure thing, and Marvel or Hasbro, Marvel are far from the only people who do it. DC do it as well. So if you're a DC collector. And you're getting your Suicide Squad, then you'll build your pieces to make uh, King Shark. Sure. Or if you're collecting your Justice League, you'll get your pieces to make Steppenwolf. But you don't do you don't do DC. You're you're an MC. Well, you, the D, it's girl. not Benjamin. I would, but to be honest, the DC movie figures are a couple of steps behind the Marvel movie figures. Also, shit movies. So you know, it, the movies aren't that great either. Yeah. But. Uh, in terms of in terms of sculpt articulation likenesses, they're and you like a, a couple of steps behind. You're a man that likes a decent sculpt. Ben, all right, let's talk about sculpt for a second. Yeah, sculpt, sculpt, right? Oh, by the way, just a thing to mention because of this thing about builder figures and builder figures are huge in toy collecting these days. Okay, because of this kind of disparity between people who want to build the figures and people who don't want them and people who want certain types. Yeah. There's a huge community. Millions of people on Facebook who are members of build a figure piece swapping groups. That makes a lot of sense. I was going to ask you about that actually because that, that was something that occurred to me when you when you were saying it. Um so yeah, I'll I'll get to that after. Tell me more about sculpting because I have I have a bunch of questions yes. about that, that kind of thing. So, um probably the two have you ever heard of Hot Toys? No. Hot Toys are a Korean company who produce boutique quality, top of the line, 12 inch figures. So they're real nice. They are supremely nice. They are the best toys in the world. Okay. Um, our local comic book shop, Dublin City Comics and Collectibles, Ben. Sponsorship, them, they have, courtesy of, no, of Michael Leonard. I mean, yes, give us give us some free stuff. No, they have, uh, at the moment, they have a 12-inch scale, so one-sixth scale. Yes. Hot Toys Hulkbuster armor from Age of Ultron. Yes. Ben, this thing is bigger and heavier than many children. Awesome. It is about three foot tall, maybe three and a half feet tall. So about as tall as me. It is. <laughs> Very good. Okay. I wasn't even going there. Yeah, but, uh, well, you got to beat you to it. It's the only way you can stay ahead. So hot toys are often kind of so well sculpted and painted to the point of photorealism. Wow. That you can you can take a picture of a hot toy and people will often not recognize it's the hot. They have their ups and downs, obviously. Not everyone is as easy to capture. Um, for example, their, their, their Harley Quinn yes. is an incredible likeness of Margot Robbie. Okay. But their Star-Lord isn't as strong a likeness of Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. 
Although I think that might just be because Chris Pratt always looks a little bit different. Yeah, depending on how much weight he's put on or lost for that particular role. Yeah, he's got yeah, one of those, so it might be hard to do him. He's got one of those faces that loses weight first, I think. So, like, you know, his <laughs> cheekbones either come in or go out a little bit, um, depending on where we're at on the on the workout schedule. But, yeah. So, um, another popular line of toys is the Black Series. Oh, um, okay. Controversial. Is it, it, no, it isn't. Ben, <laughs> Jesus. Don't make me have to edit things out. Um, ben, have you ever heard of Star Wars? Um, it's that yoke with the, the big lad and the, the Nazi helmet, isn't it? And he has a bit, That's the bit one. of an issue yeah. with his son. <sighs> yeah, a bit of an issue with his son. Yeah. Yeah. I'm big. Um, <laughs> sure. Star Wars basically started action figure collecting. There was there was action figures before Star Wars. G.I. Joe existed mm-hmm. before Star Wars. Barbie existed before Star Wars. Action Man. But obsessively collecting multiple characters kind of comes from Star Wars really? in 1976. I, see, this is one of the few things that I have uh, a really clear memory of because my uncle is a massive Star Wars yes. fan or was a massive Star Wars fan for the original trilogy because he was alive when they came out and it was a big deal. Um, and oh. he used to give me... He used to collect the toys, believe it or not. Yes. Um, which is a very unusual thing for my uncle. But at one point, I think he got completely tired of collecting the toys, so he gave them to me. But they were Oh my all, god, you're a millionaire! They were all like... No, I see I opened them and played with them and wrecked them and, you know... But they weren't Good. like... He didn't care because he's Irish. <laughs> just just the way things go. Um, but yeah, so I, I remember these little figurines. They're quite small. No, they're... they're three and three... Four inches. Three yeah, and three quarter so inches. They're quite small. They're, they're smaller than your average Mattel Batman or something like that. Well, Ben... Wow, you really don't know a lot no. about toys. Um, <laughs> the, we're doing the episode. You kind of have three. You kind of have three. The three kind of big scales okay. for human action figures. Okay. So let's say not transformers, not robots, or not play sets or jets or things like that, but action figures of people, humans, humans or human-like things. Yes. Um. The three kind of main scales are your three and three quarters or your four inch scale. Yes, which is and small. They're your orizin- original. Um, they're the small ones, yeah. basically. the The idea of them these that's they're the scale of your of your original Kenner Star Wars toys. Yes, they are supposed to be small enough and cheap enough that kids can carry them in their pockets. Yes, and and afford them with pocket money. Good. That's the idea of them. Okay. They often have five POA. Points of articulation. Good man. There we go. There we go. Never say Ben doesn't do his research. I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> so head, shoulders and legs. Yeah. Usually. Okay. Or sometimes just head, shoulders and elbows. Sure. Um, then you've got your six inches. Which are your Marvel Legends, your Hasbro. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Then you've got your slightly under six inches. That's your Marvel Legends, your your Hasbro Black Series, uh, your Star Wars, your DC Universe. Yes. Then you've got your seven inches. So you break some hearts. Even though I said there were kind of three main scales, yeah. so there are actually four. Oh, for seven inches are been a mere inch bigger than than six inches. It all counts. Although it all counts. You know, it, there's always scale creep. So a lot of six inch figures are creeping into seven oh, inches. Scale these creep. Days. Scale creep is when figures get bigger over time. Mm. 
So, so let's say I have an Iron Man from 2008. He looks minuscule compared to an Iron Man ah, from 2017. I do recall this. Yes, well, we've had this discussion um, before. Off, off so mic. So the scale creep. Yeah. Yes. So seven-inch figures are generally tended to be in the past your collector figures, mm-hmm. uh, your movie figures, your your real-life people, your better sculpt, better paint. Slightly more expensive. That's where you went for your seven inches. Often worse articulation. Okay. They were basically slightly articulated cheap statues. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. But I think seven inches as a scale is suffering these days because the sculpt and articulation on six inches has improved so much. Yeah, so people are going back to the... Yeah, because it's a better build, they go with the six inch model. Because there's just so many more six inches. Because their six inches are kind of mass market. Yeah. By the way, the, the, six, seven inches. The definitive name for this episode is "Is Six Inches Better." By the way, um, that is hey. that is going to be the name of this podcast episode. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're definitely going to get a copyright strike against us or some sort of yeah. indecency strike. Why not? Um, so, what was I saying? You one of those? Oh, and then you've got your your one your one sixth scale figures, and they're big. Yeah. They're big. They're too big for me, Ben. I don't like them. Um, <laughs> I don't have the space. I don't have the money. You heard it I here, mean, folks. It's just uncomfortable. You heard it here first. I can't folks. fit them in anywhere. Ma- Michael doesn't like them too big. Exactly. Give me your sixes or uh, your sevens. Hot toys. But if you're over that, go home. Hot toys. <laughs> um, Lovely. Hot toys are the undisputed kings of the bigger ones. Are they? Undisputed. Are they? Um, what was your question <laughs> so i didn't actually ask that question you just decided to talk about it um i know i, so I interrupted you that's a pretty decent something else. that's a pretty decent introduction to the whole world of it because i like i said i have no idea um you mentioned earlier that there's like a whole swap community for the build a figure yeah and things what is the community like overall is there is there a lot of gatekeeping do you is it is, is it a welcoming community is this is it a bit pernickety it seems like it, no it seems to be there there are message boards and there are facebook groups and there's instagram and okay and generally quite good yes i mean it's it's a thing where the vast majority of people who are involved in action figures aren't doing things creative yeah so it's very hard to criticize people for the most part. Um, because the vast majority of people, if they're talking about their experience, they're asking people where they found something. They, they're they showing off their own collection. Okay. But it's not a collection that they've created, so people can't really complain about it. Of course, there, there are negative people on every... Yeah, we can't avoid it in, in nerd culture in general. There's just some shitty people Yeah, but there, yeah. generally, I think it's a pretty positive experience. The 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 I suppose the worst thing to watch out for is scammers people who for some reason or another will scam you out of a man thing leg and give you a they they won't send their part of the deal give you a mantis antenna instead (laughs) is that one of your preferred techniques stop out of that just hold still hold still while i give you the mantis antenna um on that topic though ben since we mentioned instagram instagram has been a huge 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 thing in toy collecting really because before Instagram, mm. what do you do with your collection of toys? How do you show it off? How do you how do you show exactly. the world? Exactly, and it's not even it's not even about um, 
showing off toys anymore. For a lot of people, Instagram has become their hobby. Yeah, so they'll, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the group ACBA? No, I haven't. Articulated Comic Book Art. Okay, fair enough. So basically what they do is they buy action figures and they artistically pose them and photograph them. Oh, I've seen stuff like that. I have there's a exactly, there's a yeah. there's a ridiculous promo video for that kind of thing on YouTube where there's a lot of epic music for something that isn't that epic. You see, because I'm not because I'm not invested in it, I suppose, you know, to anyone that watches that video, it's the same for when we watch a trailer that drops for something that we're interested in. You know, you see a movie trailer, you get a little bit hyped. But for me, when I see people going on about toys and stuff, it doesn't it doesn't have any value for me. So I kind of look at the videos and go, that music is a bit epic. There's no need to do slow motion on a on a standing action figure. But I guess some people do, and they get a kick out of it, you know. But <laughs> I find it really funny. Um, but yeah, I've seen this kind of posing thing where they, they kind of make little dioramas or scenarios with the... Exactly, yeah. And it's given a lot of people a kind of a reason for collecting because That's you know good. when you when you're when you're an adult and you're collecting toys uh i think nearly everyone who not even toys when you're an adult and you collect bloody ceramic plates or when you're an adult and you collect sports memorabilia or when you're an adult and you collect records or you're an adult and you collect anything oddly enough i think action figures are less sad than ceramic plates um well i mean you can you can stick some pictures on Instagram of your ceramic plates. That's absolutely Don't fine. They'd be too popular. Um, ben, it is by by sheer luck that I don't collect ceramic plates. Did you? Um, I don't think it's. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's anything to do. I can only speak for me. Obviously, obviously. I'm, I'm. I haven't done a study, but I don't think it's. I think whatever I was, I I have ended up into. I have an urge to collect associated with it okay fair enough because i I, and I recall you... <laughs> i will never forget this i don't know if you remember it was a conversation we had a long time ago i don't think it'll get you in trouble but anyway you know the funko toys the the oh. yeah so how do you feel about funko toys because this is really interesting to me because i only realized that to me this this particular toy the funko toys by the way are the little pop vinyl toys with the bobbleheads. it's kind of a real japanese style homage to different pop culture things and they're super niche and they bring out like the latest figures that they've released are the dick in a box guys from the snl skits and stuff like that (laughs) and david s pumpkins like it's it's they're very niche but what i didn't realize about these toys because you see them everywhere that company only came into existence in 2010 yeah well kind of they've existed since the 90s the company but this this particular branch of their yeah, business the, has the only pop been around about seven or eight I years. think they're awful. I think they're kind of cheap. And I think that's their whole purpose. I guess like you said with kids and pocket money, right? You you said that the mm-hmm. the four inches are are, you know, for kids with pocket money that they can buy and carry around in their pockets. I guess this is similar because it's kind of an entry level range of, of pricing, isn't it? Like it's fifteen dollars or, or ten dollars or whatever. Somewhere between about twelve euro. Yeah. I actually don't agree with you there, Ben. Oh, okay. Um, because if you think about, let's say Star Wars, right? Yeah. Let's say Star Wars in nineteen eighty two. Yes. When your uncle saw Star Wars in nineteen eighty two, the only way he could see that movie was in the cinema. Yes. 
home releases were borderline non-existent back then. Fair. Like they were on their way with VHS, te- VHS and stuff like that. But even then, you'd have to wait a year. You'd have to wait a long old and time. Then, yeah. And your family would have to own a VHS player and... You certainly didn't have all of the associated media you have with something now. So if a kid back then wanted to continue their relationship with a film, it's kind of like what we do with our bloody Thor posters and our podcast talking about movies yeah. and comic books you like. Yeah. If a kid wants to keep a connection with a the thing, they buy the figures. Yeah, because they ex- relive Star Wars yeah, okay. it ex- in their house. It extends that world a little bit longer. Exactly. Okay. And right. that... That need for collecting toys, I think, has gone. That has lost... We, we've lost that because... Maybe for kids it still exists. But certainly as adults, we... If we want to see a movie again, we just go see it again. We have the expendable income. It's actually cheaper yeah. than buying the figures yeah, okay, to go yeah, see the movie the again. bloody expensive in some iterations. Exactly. Um, so, I think that the Funko Pops, they're not really toys... Funko Pops aren't for kids who've just come out of a new movie that they loved. Funko Pops are for adults into nostalgia. Yeah, it's nostalgia currency. Yeah. Mm. It's nostalgia currency and it's collecting for collecting's sake. Um, a very, very good friend of mine, Ben, you know him actually, I won't say his name, uh, he's not a collector Okay. of, of basically anything. He doesn't collect things. Good man. Um. Yeah, he's he's what we call a sensible person. (laughs) And he is, uh, and you know this for a fact because we've been to many movies with him, he is into the same movies as we are. He loves comic book movies and science fiction movies and and genre movies of all kinds. Um, After, I'll tell you specifically who I'm talking about after this, you probably know. I I, I have a rough idea. Um, (laughs) After Civil War, he was given as a present a Funko 2-pack of uh, Captain America and Iron Man. By, by by someone very, very close to this room, I believe. No, no, no. By someone oh, right. unrelated I this was, to either. I, okay, fair enough. Not from either of us. But he was kind of satisfied enough with that because he was given a present which connected to a movie he really liked. Okay. And it was a nice little self-contained thing. And he said, oh, thank God, I don't have to collect them all because... I have Iron Man and Captain America. That's a self-contained vignette. Yeah, it's a little... little. So then I bought him Vision. Oh, and that's how it is. Yeah, you kicked off his his, his dirty habit. Um, and I kicked off oh, his need. Hang on, sorry. My uh, computer is having a tiny fit there. Just give me two seconds. There we go. Okay. No, we're all good. You're fine. You're fine. Okay, so I kicked off his, his need. I think his biological... Not just his, but ones, our, our as a species biological need to collect things in complete sets hoard i don't say i wouldn't say hoard no. i only use the word hoard when it stops being enjoyable yeah okay 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 good we're gonna come back to that because i have i have that's that was my my next um question so yeah funko are a weird thing um but I, personally ben i have no time for them yeah i they, i find them quite offensive i think they're cheap and not very well thought out and i think they all look the exact same with different colors um, yeah, and I don't like them. I don't think they're cute. They're not. They're not my cup of tea. Yeah. I barely consider them toys. They're not really. They're they little are, things you stick around your bloody desk. Um, they are. What? What's the word Yondu uses for them in Chachkis? Yeah, because he has tons of them, doesn't he? He has like a bunch. Yeah. of Yeah. Well, he doesn't have specifically Funko Pops, but he has uh, trolls and yeah. 
things like that. Yeah, so I, I that brings me on to the, the next part. Like, what what do you consider obsessive collecting? Like, what what causes that? Oh, well, no, I'm I'm well, curious. I mean, like, I because I watched a, an interesting video kind of to research for this, and the number one video that you get when you type toy collecting into YouTube is a vlog from a man, and it just says why I'm quitting toy collecting. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes through uh, a vlog. He's he's quite similar to you in that he collects the MCEU um, ones and the the high end figures. But I think he does the one sixth scale things as well. So, the hot toys, so, yeah, it's quite expensive for him, I guess. But well, hot toys, you're talking two hundred fifty, three hundred yeah. euro. So I think he's I think he's kind of the higher end of things. But it was an interesting video to me because he talks about first of all he's in america so he's he's kind of in Mm -hmm. the center of that culture in a certain way and they have like product launches and stuff like that kind of like apple phones and stuff where they launch a new line or a new wave sorry sure yeah Uh, and he he said that when he realized it started to become a thing was when he would clear his day to go to a toy launch or when he would you know when he would take time off work to pick up the latest figure and stuff like that and he said he didn't like doing it online because he liked to go and physically pick up the thing and he would pre-order it and do all that crap. And then he said, for him, <laughs> it became this really stressful thing where, you know, he would wait for the new figure. And if he didn't get the new figure, he would get very anxious or very stressed about it. Um, and I found that really interesting. It was a really strange kind of... of thing to come across so what i wanted to know was like where, where do you think you have to draw the line with, with collecting Ben, you have to draw you have to draw the line ben when it's when something's not providing enjoyment or yeah. when it's causing problems in your life um like like we said before it's we hold on let me let me formulate my thoughts here a little yeah. bit um as long as he was getting enjoyment from it it, it was fine but when when it started being when it started causing problems in his own life, it was time for him to stop. A lot of people would say that toy collecting, collecting, not just toy collecting, but it's a form of anxiety management. Yeah, because you don't lose um, anything. And but, it's not exactly. changing and yeah, yeah. Exactly, you're kind of you're you're forcing a, a kind of permanence onto your your existence. This tiny room that I'm in. Every time I open it, everything's well. Nothing's ever where it is because it falls off the shelves all the time. <laughs> Goddamn shelves, cats! <laughs> but um, um, I have had more than one sweaty day where I've looked at all of the stuff I have and gone, "Oh Christ, what am I going to do with all of this?" And you know, this room. Oh Ben, you you don't know. Like I'm not an anxious person. No, I don't not. really deal with anxiety you're, a lot. But um, I've had more than one sweaty outbreak of fuck me. I've got a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, that was the best three minutes we've ever done the podcast. <laughs> Even uh, Ben, you 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 know you've you've been in the tiny room. Uh, yeah. Even what's on display in the tiny room is probably only about half of what I own. Really. Mm. What's where do you keep the rest and of it? Where's where's the rest of it? Well, my parents have an attic. Yes, I am a thirty-five year old man. Right. And like every thirty-five year old man, I have taken advantage of my parents' attic. Yeah, it should be very 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 clear that Michael doesn't live with his parents. No, I don't live with um, my parents. I have my own house. But uh, having my own house, basically um, buying a house. My my lovely lady. One of the ways she tricked me into buying a house was telling me that I would have somewhere for my stuff. 
Ah, oh, she got you. She's so she's mad. She's mad me. clever. She's mad clever. Your own. She's very clever. She kind of cunning. You. Yeah, very cunning. Yeah, very cunning. Very cunning. Um, cool. Okay, so once it stops being fun, you 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 give it over. Okay. Well, you would think so. I I know people personally who who for whom this hobby has caused problems, money problems, okay. family problems, um, relationship problems. Um, because like anything, it can go from a hobby that provides a bit of fun and enjoyment. What what I like about it, Ben, oh no, it can go from being a, a hobby that provides fun and enjoyment to being a financial burden yeah. or uh, an obsession. What what I personally, my favorite thing about collecting is, and it's it sounds stupid because essentially it's shopping. Yeah. But it's the the hunt for something new. Yeah. The hearing something's coming out and trying to track it down, and I mean. It's a very short-lived little thrill to find something that you hadn't heard of before or that you thought you wouldn't see yeah. and then to get it. Um, an interesting thing you said about that guy living in America and being in the center of it, there's a very kind of weird culture between America and the rest of the world in toy collecting mm. because Americans consider American figures to be domestic and every other figure to be imports. Okay. And you often hear the terms like mass market, cheap domestic figures and expensive import figures, which always makes me laugh living in Ireland halfway between America and Japan. Yeah. And both of them are equally expensive. Yeah. So you don't you don't get to. Yeah. We don't have a domestic market. We have everything is a, everything is, is imported. expensive import. Yeah. Our whole podcast is imported. Fair. My computer is imported. Our microphones are imported. Jesus. Um, the only bloody potatoes, Ben. We've got stacks of them, but you can't. They, they, stacks of them, even domestic when you carve potatoes. Them into little figures and collect them, they rot. So you can't even have your Viagra. Vi- do we do we produce Viagra? Oh, we do. Yes, I think. We do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Well, Not us personally. Well us. Um, so to wrap this up, then that's a very positive note to end on. It's a nice, it's okay, a nice thing it to then. find find stuff that you you like. Um, so this was yeah. a very. Um, Risque podcast, lots of talks about six inches, seven inches, breaking hearts. Six inch man things. And uh, we just finished with Viagra. So um, this, this is a new tone for the podcast. Let us know if you like it down below. Um, <laughs> I don't. I feel a little bit, uh, feel a little bit dirty. Dirty. Um, hmm. So yeah, that'll be the end of that one. Um, if you, or anyone you know, uh, collects figurines... or I thought you were going to say suffers from a figurine action. obsession. No, no, God no. Um, I mean, if you do... Don't let us know. Go get help. Um, <laughs> um, then let us know on a future episode how that went. But if you have a collection um, that you really love, let us know why you why you collect it. Um, or, unless it's Funko. Unless it's Funko, in which case, go fuck yourself. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bye, everybody. Bye.